When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run and that awesome chat with absolute legend Brimo. Feel the energy this center all season as a Gold Coast Titans member. Get behind them, Gold Coasters. Get behind them. Get a Titans membership and get more great chats like Brimo uh, had with us earlier on. Now let's get to huge, huge class. Let's preview our game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Broncos Panthers, 750 Suncorp Stadium. Reynolds is being rested. Madden starts at halfback. Panthers team news, no changes to the team that beat the Roosters last week. I mean, I don't mean beat, absolutely decimated the Roosters last week. I don't know why Smashed Tom them. put just the beat. Um, now, Smithy, how do you see this game playing out? And I guess how important is it for either side to get the W here? Yeah, well, Jock Matten get, gets another opportunity. Um, he played, what, two, three weeks ago? It was against the Rabbitohs, and that's the other game where they were beaten convincingly as well, 32-6, to six, I think it was. So... He gets another opportunity, young fella. Um, speaking with Kevy Walters, he, he's got a huge rap on Jock Madden. Um, loves the way he plays. He's he, he's a confident young man. He loves running the football. Um, just got to get his job done. It's, it's a big test for him this weekend defensively. That's what it is. Um, you know, the, the Panthers, they've got a lot of, you know, really good set plays. They, they have great timing out on their edges. So he's going to have to, you know, double defend certain players and look after... Um, the halves and Dylan Edwards out the back of those plays. Um, big one for him. But, you know, I like this matchup. It, it's 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 going to be good to see where the Broncos are really at now. So they've got to respond from that loss last week <clears throat> against the Storm, which, you know, like I think everyone's had their say on that match last week, Melbourne v Broncos, and how it was really wasn't – the players weren't given an opportunity to show us exactly um, – where both teams are at because of some of the decisions made by the officials. But anyway, we move on. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how the Broncos respond to that loss. Uh, they'll be up for this one. I think Kevy will have them excited. He wasn't too disappointed with the way they played. They obviously they played for 20 minutes with, with only 12 men, two um, sin binnings in, in the middle stages of the game. I know there was one late, but that was when the game was already gone. Um, for the Panthers, though, they, um, you know, they they got to be feeling good about what they did last week, um, and um, you know we'll dig a bit deeper into what we mentioned earlier, where the, the the Roosters were just they just were not there at all, they were not there in any facet of the game, particularly with their effort, their small effort areas in defence, which made things a lot easier for uh, guys like Isaiah Yo to do his work. Um, Jerome Luai had the best game of his uh, season so far. It's going to be good to see <clears throat> if both teams play well, exactly where they're at. Because for mine, you know, I, I, I've still got small question marks on both teams mm. to see how they play against the quality opposition if they're given an opportunity to play well. Yeah, it's a, it's a, for the Broncos, last week was – it wasn't disappointing in regards to the way that they played, in my opinion, but it was disappointing that the referee had such an impact on the game that it's hard yes. to take 
away from anything from it. Like, yeah, were we resilient, or were, did we have some tough calls? That that uh, did the storm have a lot of tough calls against them? We don't we don't mm. know. It's so up and down. Yeah. Uh, and so you're right. I I agree with you, Smithy, that. The Broncos have an opportunity here to go, okay, Penrith Panthers just absolutely decimated the Roosters. We can't be a team that gets up for one big game. We need to get up for multiple big games if we consider ourselves a threat this year. And, you know, there are still – I'm closer to saying that the Broncos are a premiership threat this year, last, this year just because yes. last week I felt when they lost Reynolds and had two sin bins, I just loved the grit they showed. They didn't let the game get away from them. Yep. Um, the Penrith Panthers now – what an opportunity. If they go out and absolutely bounce the Broncos out by 13-plus, it really is sending massive shockwaves across the competition, and it really is the Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers then. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, you know, if Penrith had to go out and beat the Broncos this week, man, I'm still not, I'm still not going to put a line through the Broncos and say, well, they can't compete. They're not, they're not in it because they can't beat sure. Storm. They can't beat Broncos. You've got to remember um, Adam Reynolds isn't playing. And as good a quality young man as Jock Madden is, um, and he's got a very bright future, I think we I think we all understand the importance of Adam Reynolds, mm. and and particularly over the last month he he's played some some pretty good footy, like his kicking game has been outstanding. Um, he's had wonderful combinations with, you know, his outside men, you know, the centers and wingers. He's got he's, they've got this lovely play at the moment where they're able to sort of entice. The opposition wingers to come in and jam in to try and cut the play off, and he and he lobs one over the top to the to you know guys like Cobbo and I think Jesse Arthur's has been playing there the last few weeks with Corey Oates out. He's just he's he's been playing great football, great football. So mm. with him not being there, I think that contributed to last week's loss as well because mm. um, he because he injured himself quite early in that match, um, and he's not there again this week. So if they're able to get up and play well, which which they will. I've, I've got confidence they'll play well, um, but whether they'll be good enough to get past the, past the Panthers, that's a different story. So again, like if if they don't win, do we? Where do we? How do we get a gauge, a strong gauge on that? Because they don't actually have their leading man in in Adam Reynolds there. If they do get a win though without him, well, well then I, I think as you mentioned, mate, that you you can start to talk about well these this team is. They are genuine contenders for this year's premiership. Yeah, I think in regards to win or loss, I, I obviously I want them to win, but I'm more focused on, let's say we get beaten 12-6. I think that's a massive win for us in regards to if we can't put points on, there's a clear reason why. Adam Reynolds is in the side. We've got a – but defensive-wise, you know, you, you could make the argument defensively we have just as good a side as – the week before, like you could say Jock Madden's defense is as good as Adam Reynolds um, or close to. It's much closer than he's attacked Adam Reynolds. So basically, I think it's all about defense this week for the Broncos uh, to mm. show you where they're, they're at rather than results specifically. As I said, like result, obviously we want to win, but yep. I think it's more about, okay, boys, if you want to look for excuses in attack, we can find them, mm. but there's yep. no excuses in defense. There really no. isn't. And, and where they're going to have to aim up defensively. I know those guys on the outside, they're going to have their work cut out for them with, you know, their certain decision-making and trying to defuse, you know, the Cleary kicking game. But where they're going to have to do plenty of work is through the middle. Mm. So Penrith, are going to, they're going to come up to Brisbane and they're going to test out their ruck players like Payne Haas and Carrigan and Billy Walters starting at nine. Um, 
you know, last week we seen that they, that's what they did to the Roosters. They had plenty of drop-off plays, plenty of angle plays coming back towards the play of the ball where they made the big men make multiple tackles in a row, Kempe. Mm. And then they, they what they did, they went one, two passes away from the ruck and just enticed. They just give them, the big men of the Roosters, a little opportunity to have a rest. Mm. And if they did, bang, back they went. Yeah. Luai, as I said, left foot, left foot. Um, Cleary, he got James Fisher-Harris on an inside pass that went back in between Lindsay Collins and Jared Weir-Hargrave so, for a try. You know, they, if if you if you stop moving for one moment in defense, they'll find you out. They're, mm. they're a very, very good side, Penrith, when they're on their game. Uh, now, let's head to our next game. Is I cannot wait for this, though. The Panthers, they have a real opportunity to send shockwaves across the NRL with another dominant win. And the Broncos have an opportunity to say, you know, even without our main man, we really do put up a fight. Yeah. Uh, that's game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the Suncorp Spirit Dragons v Roosters. Whoa. Wow. Lomax returns to center. Benny Hunt moves to halfback. Jacob Little starts at hooker. Sullivan goes to the bench. Moses Embai out. Roosters. Manu out. Hutchinson starts at halfback. Keary moves to 5'8". Hargreaves has been named a prop. Egan Butcher, Satili Tupanoa start in the second row. How do you see this one, Smithy? Well, yet another halves pairing uh, for the Roosters. That's This is number, what is it, 500 for the year, Tom. <laughs> How many combos this year? Four? I think he's 4,000, he said. Okay, 4,000, right. Yeah. And Tom just wanted to, he wanted to let everyone know he's done some research. It is an absolute myth, myth, that a team that has a coach sacked their, their rebound for that game is that they come out and win. Mm. It's actually not a fact. The last, What was it, Kempe? The last four clubs yeah. to let a coach go, those teams have lost the next two. Next two games. So that that's good signs for the Roosters then. I'll tell you what, you're grasping at straws if you're looking for history of bounce-sacked coaches, bouncing back this. Uh, yeah. Very, very dire times for Tommy. Very dire wow. times. So for the Dragons, <laughs> mate, I think <clears throat> I think – Good news, uh, Zach Lomax back in the centres. Um, Jacob Little back in the team as well. I think you and I had both spoken about how we, we were a little bit sort of confused as to why they weren't in the football side. I think that strengthens uh, the Dragons. Roosters, Joey Manu, of course, your world-class player, current uh, golden boot holder. Um, that's, that's a huge out for the Roosters. Look, for mine, I think if the Roosters want to get down there and win this game, which, you know, of course, they want to do that, they need to concentrate on the really small effort areas of the game. And that's it. Mm. Take a simple game plan into this match. And, and, and really, I wouldn't even care if they just said, our goal is to get to our kick. Mm. Don't worry about anything else. Like, let's just take, let's just take hit-ups if we have to. But let's get into some sort of rhythm of forcing the opposition to run the ball deep from their own end, because if they're going to score against us, they're going to have to go, you know, 95, 90 metres, all the way up the other end to score points. And then from there, focus on your defence, all the small little things, any loose balls on the ground, Kempe, it's got to be a Roosters player coming up with it. Mm. All those small type of little effort plays that they that they weren't good at at all last week. Mm. I think that needs to be their mentality for this game. Yeah, I agree, mate. I think they need to strip it right back and almost look. It would be impossible to do, but almost just completely remove from their mind how good they are on paper. Completely remove from their mind that oh, we've got these superstars that will be able to get us out of trouble, and just go all the way back to 
really simple game plan and going, we aren't going to beat them with talent. We're going to grind them out of a game and then slowly build on on the the processes and slowly build adding pieces onto that puzzle because it, it just, you know, you watched last week and, I mean, you've been watching the start of most seasons for the Roosters over the last few years. It, it, they just seem no closer to finding out what they are as a footy t- side in regards to structure. Um, yeah. And so I just, I agree, mate. I think they need to strip it right back, right back. You know, centers play like centers normally do in very basic game plans. Wingers play like wingers do in very normal. You know what I mean? Like really, yep. really simple stuff and then build on top of that. Um, yeah. Just just break down your roles. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, to to think that you need to have 20 carries for 200 meters to have a good game, that's 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 not always the case. Mm. Just just play your role for the team and allow others to be at their best and, and help try and help others extract the best out of yourself. Mm. I think that's what, you know, a lot of a lot of people have been talking about the roosters where that you know they they've got wonderful, you know, world class players individually, but they just can't seem to find a formula that works as a footy side. Um that's that's really what they need to come up with. Mm. But off particularly off a loss and the way that they played you know, you could see in the sheds afterwards, like, well, at half time, Trent Robinson locked all of his assistants out of the the dressing room. Wow. Like, it was 24 blot at half time. Wow. He was the only person in there speaking. So, clearly, you know, he's not overly happy with, with the way the team's going at the moment. And some of the efforts from those players that we've seen last week, like, they're, they're, they're elite players in our competition. Mm. So, it, you know, they're not feeling... You can you can see on their faces that they're just they're not feeling good at the moment. They're not feeling good about their football. They need to find and they just need to find a reason to turn up on the weekend against the Dragons, and and be happy about being there and, and competing and and find a reason to get out there and and play their best football. Mm. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we'll continue our round eleven preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Rabbitohs v Eels Friday eight pm. Smithy, how do you see this game playing out? Rabbitohs just they're flying, aren't they? Six in a row, uh, key players playing outstanding. And you mentioned earlier, Kempe, they they had a solid win against the Tigers. You know, not not their most extravagant win, but you know they they got the job done. They did it the way they need to do it. Twenty nil, always a nice scoreline when you're keeping the opposition to blot. A um, couple of big ins though. Uh, well, sorry, one big in. Mitch Moses, he's back for the Eels. He'll he'll um, certainly uh, help their cause. Uh, the seven being back. Sean Lane, though, just he cannot take a trick at the moment. We, we spoke about our injuries earlier, hamstring injury. So the big man, he's out for a, a little bit. I think the Rabbits get this one done. I, 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 I think they, they just continue on their run. They, they make it seven in a row. <clears throat> the only thing I'd be concerned about is possibly, you know, and I've seen it um, in my time as a player, is some players maybe mind not completely on the job. Because there'll, there's a couple of big announcements coming up at the end of the weekend with Origin. Um, sometimes their mind wanders a little bit further away than what it should do down the track. Mm. You know, the players just need to keep keep their mind focused on on the job at hand, and that's that's to be at their very best against Parramatta. Um, and everything else will look after itself. So if they go out there and play the way that we know they can play, it, it, this one's a Rabbitohs win. What an important game for the Eels! Wow. The the season is is slowly but surely slipping out of their grasp. Now I know yep. it's a congested eight. I understand all that, but they've got to turn it around and turn it around quick because before you know it, uh, the 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 table will begin to sort itself out. 
Mm. And if you're three or four wins outside the eight, oh, man, that run home is tough. Yeah, it is. They're, they're currently on eight premiership points. I think you've got to be – if you're on 12 right now, um, you're still in touch. Mm. So completely agree with what you said there, mate. If they lose this one, they stay on eight. And a couple of those teams that are on 12, they have wins and kick to 14. Mm. That's that's yeah. The gap's starting to open up a little bit there. Mm, and I just I, the Eels, I I almost feel sorry them to uh, sorry for them to a degree because you go back to the start of the year they had an incredibly tough draw and they lost some of these games by a very small margin and also were ahead in you know, against the Sharks, ahead against the Storm. I'm pretty sure as well. I think there was another game as well against a top tier club that they could have won. They beat the Panthers, and it's just a. As a fan, I know it must be so frustrating that you go, how can we go out and beat the Panthers, but then we lose against these other teams that obviously aren't close to where the Panthers are at? And so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't write the Panthers, uh, the Eels off yet, but it's got to be in the next two to three weeks. Otherwise, it really is line through them kind of stuff, which is would be so disappointing with the squad they've got. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I, I think, yeah. Absolutely. Um, They've got great footy in them, but, yeah, they're just not overly consistent at the moment. And now on to the Sharks v. the Knights. Uh, Coffs Harbour, uh, Talakai returns. Mm. Um, no changes to the Knights team that beat the Titans last week. How do you see this one playing out? Well, KP, if he if he puts another, you know, 10 out of 10 performance on like he did last week, they're, they're right in this. Oh, the Sharks for me, I just I cannot get a read on them. Mm. Like, Nico Hines, great player. Love, love Nico Hines, um, former teammate of, of mine. Um, you know, but if if he goes a little bit quiet, so does the Sharks team, I find. Um, they sort of stop and go, Nico, well, what's going on, Nico? Well, what, you know, we're sort of, we get a gauge of how you're going. And he started really, he started on fire um, the other day against Manly. But Manly finished strong. So it wasn't a convincing win by the Sharkies, and only the week before they were embarrassed by the Dolphins. Mm. This is a real danger game for Mel- for mine for Sharks. Yeah, just quick, quick. Sorry, just a quick correction Sorry, mate, on yeah. myself. Uh, Talakai remains out, rather he has not returning. So just yeah. quick correction. Um, so this is a real danger game for them. I know that I think they've gone up early to Coffs Harbour actually. The Sharkies, so mm. they've been up there preparing for this game. Uh, can I, can I poss- could the Knights possibly beat Sharks? Wow. Really? In an upset. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going Sharkies, but I agree with you, mate. If you, A couple of weeks ago, I would have said, mate, Sharkies are on fire. Yep. And then they go up against the Dolphins and didn't get off the bus. No. And it just, it almost, it blew my expectations out of the water of where I thought they were. You yes. know, I, I know they had a bit of a rough start, but they'd brought it all back together and they'd had some few defensive, good defensive games. So mm-hmm. if you want to be in the, you know, the business end of the season, they've got to be in the top four. So these yep. are the kind of games that you need to pick up early in the season. You can't yep. afford to be dropping games like these. Yep. And, and you've got to practice consistency. Mm. If you, if you feel, if, if you consider yourself, you know, one of the contenders, you've got to be a lot more consistent than what the Sharkies are showing us. Like their, their best is, is very good. Mm. But then they turn up in games where you know they might they might start well, but then they clock off. They didn't turn up at all, as you mentioned, against the Dolphins. So you know you sort of at the moment the form that they've taken into this one. Uh, I've got a couple of question marks on them, which you know. So I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning towards Knights. 
they're going into this with, you know, a great win on the weekend, full of confidence. KP played well. Um, yeah, they, they've got, they've got, they've got, put it this way, they've got less to lose. Yeah. Out of this result. Yeah, just go out there and play, boys. You know, what everyone expects us to, we're an underdog. I, what I yeah. love about the Knights at the moment is, again, similar to the Raiders, if you read the headlines, you would think this is a disaster season for the, the Knights. They're currently sitting one win outside the eight. Yeah. Exactly. What an opportunity. Yeah. And also, yeah. I say this on my podcast as well. If, Ad, if if they'd be sitting 11th right now without any dramas, no injuries, no dramas whatsoever, I think most people go, yeah, decent, satisfactory. They're yep. sitting 11th with a 1,000 dramas, key players out, you know, getting players in late in regards to, you know, your fullback. I, I love what the Knights have done so far this year. I really do. Mm. Um, yep. Very good. Now let's head to the next game. Uh, we've got the Tigers v. the Cowboys. Hasn't the Tigers, although they lost 20-0, I thought they played really well last week. I I, yeah. I was really impressed. What do you reckon? Yeah, gutsy, mate. They were gutsy. Um, they were just they were beaten by a better footy side. That's all it was. They, they had a bit more class, the, the Rabbits. Um, but I'm, I'm loving the, the effort that they're putting into their footy. And just those couple of wins that they had, those back-to-back wins, it, it's changed the feeling within the group. You can see it with the way yeah. they play their footy. Mm-hmm. You can see it. Um, I think Brooksy's got a he's got a milestone game as well. I think um, playing this weekend. Um, two hundred. So, yeah, he's two hundred. So well done to Brooksy. Two hundred games. There's only you know, there's there's not too many people that have achieved that across you know many many years of rugby league. So well done to him to getting that milestone. Um, and can the boys lift for him? For yeah. Brooksy, um, he he's looked so much more confident over the last couple of weeks. Far out. It's honestly like yeah. a different person. Yeah. So the, and and I think this is a game where they 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 turn up and go well, yeah, we're going to back ourselves against the Cowboys. Mm. They look at the Cowboys and go well, they, you know they've they've had a couple of good wins of late, but you know they've been up and down as well. So we just need to put early pressure on them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go the Cowboys. I really like just the energy change and the the fact that you can see it. You can actually yeah. genuinely measure a different in, uh, feel in the side, uh, and I think that. This is a really important game for them. If they can get a win, all of a sudden they get in touch with that top eight. All of a sudden they could roll into another win. And before you know it, they're in touch with that six to eight kind of bracket yes. of teams. And their whole season has gone from, oh, my God, disaster to, you know, we're, we're fighting <laughs> yeah. here. We're a fighting chance. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going Cowboys too. I think the Cowboys will get the job done. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to preview more rugby league. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, Dolphins v. Storm, Saturday, Bellyache v. Bennett, <laughs> Bromwich, Brenko Lee return, Tafare uh, and Famasuali'i uh, Fama drop out. Ray mm-hmm. Stone returns from a head knock. Storm, no changes. How do you see this one, Smitty? I'll tell you what, this, this, is, um, this is close to the best game of the round, just behind Panthers-Broncos because... The Dolphins, um, they've been going great guns all year. They've they've exceeded a lot of people's expectations already um, with with what they've achieved um, with the win so far. And the Storm, well, there's still still some question marks over you know where they're actually placed in this competition. Whether they're you know premiership contenders, you know whether they'll finish top four. Um, certainly, I believe they'll be they'll be top eight. They'll be playing finals footy come the end of the year, but. Again, go back to last week, mate. It was, it was really hard to get a gauge of last week's result, given they played um, 20 minutes of, of the main part, the bulk 
part of that game, the most important periods against 12 men, um, you know, with Herbie Farmworth being sent to the sin bin and then Patrick Carrigan for that G up of a call on a hip drop. Um, so, and, and they were able to score points in both periods um, when those players are off. So um, really hard to get a gauge on, on where they're at, considering the Broncos actually stuck with them mm. um, for the most part of that game. So the one thing I will say is that if they come up to Brisbane and with any sort of complacency or underestimate the Dolphins, they'll, they'll get a result like the Sharks got a couple of weeks ago mm. against the Dolphins. Mm. I can tell you that much. They'll be, they'll be well prepared. Wayne Bennett will have this team up and about to play against Melbourne. They, they really enjoy, you know, and you made a little bit of a joke about um, Bellyache versus Wayne Bennett. Well, these two guys, they really enjoy coming up against each other. It's, it's a bit more than just a footy game, although they won't admit that. I think they really, they like the challenge as far as whose team is best prepared for the game. Um, you know, who can, who can try and outcoach the other um, and get the result. I think, I think Craig's got a wonderful win percentage against Wayne Bennett, but it's a new year. It's a new team that, that Wayne Bennett um, is in charge of. And I think this will be a, a really close match. I think the, t- I think the storm um, by a couple but they need to be at their very best to do that. If they're slightly off, if they're slightly off, the Dolphins will beat them. It's uh, incredible how the Dolphins have almost made you us scared to tip against them because they just <laughs> continue to mate, surprise. I, I struggle. Uh, it's mate, I struggle to not tip them these days. Mate, it's amazing. Another just quick factor before we move to the next game. Kofusi, Jesse, Kenny Bromwich, oh, all yeah. against their old club. I think yes. they'll be looking for a uh, a big game now. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon a few sneaky text messages too. Whoopsie. Maybe Whoopsie. maybe Felice Kafusi to Cameron Munster uh, just okay. to say, watch your ribs, brother. Might want to pad them before game rather than <laughs> after the game, mate. Uh, doggies versus Titans, mate. How do you see this one playing out? Um, well, Josh Adokar, the Fox. Brother Fox. He's back. How good. Big in. There was there was word and there was a bit of chat that he might have been back last week, but he said, no, no, I'm not ready, fellas. I'm... I'm uh, I'm going to give it another week's rest, but still a quick return. Five weeks. Wow. Five weeks, was it? From yeah. syndesmosis surgery. So that's that's a good return. Um, that'll that'll give the Bulldogs team plenty of energy. We know, he's, you know his energy is infectious across the group. Um, but they take on Titans, and we spoke to Brimo before about how you know the boys are up and about. They're feeling good about their footy at the moment. Um, taking them on in Sydney. Yeah, no, I, I like the Titans' chances. I do like their chances down there, particularly with, you know, Fafida playing the way he is at the moment with the confidence. It's, you know, we haven't seen these type of performances from David Fafida for quite some time. Um, yeah, I'm going Titans. Going Titans? It's, yeah, uh, I think Titans. Oh, man, this is a really – Carl Oluwapu, he starts at 5'8 as well, which is going to be really interesting. The rookie finally getting his first start in the NRL. Um, look, I'm going to get Bulldogs. I reckon they bounce back. Uh, but – it's like it's going to be a cracking game because both teams can attack from anywhere on the field. So I actually think it's going to be a really exciting game to watch. Raiders v the Seagulls. How do you see this one playing out, Smithy? Mate, I, I, Seagulls are struggling right now. Oh. They're just they're struggling. They're really struggling. Um, Jakey Trebojevic, he's back. Uh, although thinking that he was going to be out for a month, he's only been out for what a couple. So he's back, which is which is good news for Manly. I think they've they've missed his leadership through the middle of the field, and and the work he does defensively is just you know it's I think at times it's a little bit underestimated. 
Josh Alloyer, of course, he's out. So, you know, one of their aggressors, one of their standover men, um, they might miss him, particularly when they have to go down to Canberra. Raiders love playing at home. They're, they're, they're a completely different team when they play at home in front of their home fans. I think I think the Raiders, they go they go six straight. Yeah, I'm with I'm you, I'm back mate. in Raiders, mate. I'm back in Raiders in as well. I, I The Manly Seagulls, to see how far they are from the team that opened the season with obviously winning the preseason comp. Yeah. And look, you don't take too much out of the preseason, but at the same time, it still is it's still not easy to get the win in the preseason games. Open nice. the open the, the the season. They get two wins, and they're everyone's dark horse. Everyone's going, "Wow, this team really can do something." But the, oh. You know, the, the confusing thing, Kempy, is not that long ago they absolutely bashed Melbourne Storm. Mm. They were so brutal. I was there at the game, watched it live, and they they put you know when Juzzy Olam took that run, like he he was hit like he'd never been hit before. Mm. And so if they can do that to the Melbourne Storm, why can't they replicate that every week? Yeah. That's the hard thing to understand about the Manly Seagulls. So um, they haven't been the same since that game. So I'm tipping Raiders. Yeah, I'm tipping Raiders too. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we share our sure things.